Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with Leanne and Kel Phelps, National Barbecue News and NBBQA. Um, you know, Meathead always says he told you to put, or not you, but told whoever was in the president at that time to put grilling in there too. And he goes, they never did. Uh, we still have more people that fire up gas grills for the most part than anything on that. And for years, they were always with like kcbs and other local groups they were kind of looked down upon now they're as as rank amateurs i don't mean look down upon them as a human being but you know as far as their barbecue skills and stuff that's not the case now um when you do things like we did on the last day of the conference, which was wonderful. And you had all those live fire demonstrations and the food was incredible. Uh, are you going to down the road, include somebody with just a good old Weber gas grill out there? Heck yeah, man. I, you know, that ain't me a class. Uh, one of the things we do at Ace Hardware is we teach how to make that gas smoker, uh, your gas grill into a smoker. Mm-hmm. It's not real hard. You just take some chips and a uh, piece of tin foil, lay them out, fold them up real tight, flip it over and put a little hole in it, put it right on the burner. And that bad boy will smoke pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's a matter of fact, the SCA, I think um, my friends Damon and Lou Holder now um, have a gas grill that they're cooking in competing steak cook-offs with now. So. Well, there you go. There you I go. didn't know that was allowed. That's interesting. Yeah, man, you can do whatever you want to there in the in the SCA guys. Yeah, yeah, you can take a little blowtorch and just wow, you it's know, amazing. Yeah, that works good. <laughs> um, okay, you ready for some lightning round questions, Cal? Mm-hmm. Right, let's do it, man. <laughs> All right. Um, I know you've answered this previously few years back but there's some new questions in here for you um who's your biggest barbecue hero oh dude it's gotta be mike mills man i was just gonna say yeah um you know uh, golly if uh if you never uh you never had the opportunity to meet him man you just you just missed you just missed the uh, missed the big one but um mm-hmm. you know him and my dad were best buds way back um met each other sitting on a log at memphis in may and uh mid 80s might be 88 89 um and um my dad both of them used to you didn't have water 
to your place. You had to go up on a hill and get buckets of water or whatever and carry them back to your cook site. And um, so they were both sitting there taking a rest. I think Daddy was probably smoking a cigar, a cigar and Mike was probably smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And um, they got a strung up conversation. And um, before he left, uh, Daddy took a piece of silver coin out of his pocket and flipped it over to Mike. He said, well, good luck with you guys, you know. And uh, that was the first year they won their first world championship. Wow. So, Great story. Um, that medal stayed around Mike's neck forever. Uh, he never, wow. matter of fact, Amy made him take it off to clean it when he done his James Beard deal. And he was <laughs> mad. He got really <laughs> mad about that. Um, but uh, yeah, that was, that was my true hero because he never said no to anybody with a question. And he always had the same philosophy I do. The only dumb question you ask is the one that doesn't get asked. So. Yeah. You, you're really a fortunate guy though, Kel. You, in your position as the publisher and editor of National Barbecue News, you get to meet pretty much everybody and talk to pretty much everybody out there at one point or another. You know, the the wealth of information you have in your your contacts and things, but you get to actually see them a lot of times, you know, when they're doing their thing. How does that, you know, how does that affect in a good way what you do personally? Like when you go to Ace Hardware or when you're doing something at home. Yeah. So to say we're blessed is a huge understatement. I mean, you know, I, I kind of grew up in this. So um, 14, 15 years old, we were competing. Um, and uh, Memphis in May was a circuit then. Now it's Memphis Barbecue Network. But, um, you know, and some of those guys being able to watch, like the young Myron's, um, golly, Chris Lilly, you know, I mean, he was, he was real young back in the day when we were watching these guys learn their craft and you would, you would see changes they would make in, um, their profiles. Cause we were always nibbling around on the outside. You know, we would get the, you know, after the judges come, they'd be like, Oh yeah, here, come sample this, sample this. And I can remember one, um, I remember one time at um, Vianna, and I was 22, 23 years old at that time. And I remember eating some of the uh, jaw meat off of Myron's hog. And mm. I thought, man, that is, that's a step above anything I've ever eaten in my life. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to create that so that later on, I would be able to teach my kids or somebody else how to do that. So as I've progressed and my net, uh, network's grown and all these guys, I just, I, I love watching them and how they change with the times and, and different things. But at the same time, they keep that same foundation going where it's charcoal with the same mm-hmm. wood and then it's subtle changes it's nothing nothing real major you know maybe a little less salt maybe a little more sugar you know maybe a little 
mustard, you know, profiles or whatever. But, um, and the amazing thing is, I know a lot of people say, oh, well, it's just all sweet. It's all so sweet and it's all the same. Really, if you get the opportunity to go around and try some of those others, the big guys that are constantly winning, their profiles are pretty different. They're, you won't taste the same thing unless you just you don't have a very good palate and all you're picking up is sugar or salt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of cool, though, because you could, like you said, you've been around them and I'm their profiles are different. What do you do at home? So I get if you are home. Yeah, when I do get home, I get asked quite regularly what's the best bite of barbecue ever had. And you know, I don't say this in an arrogant way at all, but it's what I cook at home because I've learned to cook from my palate. I can tell you it's a little bit sweet, it's got a little kick to it, it's probably a bigger kick than most people enjoy. Um, but it's pecan wood, pecan, that's what we call it here at home. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, and it's a subtle light smoke. It's not a heavy, heavy smoke. And, um, we always serve it dry and we put sauce on the side as a condiment. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, to me, that's the way to go, you know? And, you know, and there again, I'm not saying, I mean, I have eaten some incredible bites of, you know, food, but my best, and it's, uh, it's hands down, I, uh, spare rib. That is, that's the best bite I've ever had. And I was mm-hmm. doing it practicing. Uh, matter of fact, I'm cooking Memphis in May for the first time in about. Oh, you are. How exciting. Years, it's right around so. the corner. Yeah. I got a lot of practicing to do. <laughs> what, are you going to be doing the rib category then? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to hang them in a, uh, we're going to start hanging them in a drum and uh, cook them for about two and a half hours there and then uh, finish them up in the, in a regular method, but doing something a little different. Well, good luck with that. That's awesome. I'll need a bunch of luck. (laughs) If I was closer, I'd get that coin. (laughs) I was going to say, if I was closer, I'd give you a silver coin there. Um, Okay. A little abstract here. If we put your, skills your your cooking skills your barbecue skills to music what music would that be i mean would it it be um you know what is it def leopard pour some sugar on it or would it be uh something from ozzy or would it be uh (laughs) jimmy buffett what would it be it probably depend on what i was cooking i mean if it was uh you know, it'd probably be some flamethrower stuff if I was caveman in a steak or something like that, or uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe like a highway to hell or something like that. <laughs> Just throw a caveman steak right on the coals, or uh, um, I don't know, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I I am a huge music fan, and that's what's sad is um, I probably got I bet my playlist on my phone's probably two thousand songs, but it varies everything from Head banging to George Strait, Garth Brooks crying, um, gospel awesome. music. Um, but I, I'm a, I'm a huge music fan and can't my my kids can play by ear, guitar, 
pianos, and I can't sing a lick. But when I turn it up really loud, I sound pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. <laughs> that shower deal in the morning, you know, where you're singing "It's a Long Way to the Top." If you want to mm -hmm. rock and roll, you know, that always sounds really good in the shower. Mm -hmm. so, I didn't say it looked good. I said it sounds good. How's yeah, that? mine don't sound real good because the shower's not loud enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you have a favorite barbecue book? Oh, man. I don't. I have a favorite collection. Um, I'm sitting here looking at it now. So I've got a top row, middle row, and a bottom row. And there's probably, I don't know, 300 books, um, 250 books. Um but yeah, so, you know, they're all so different, you know, mm -hmm. and that's why it's hard to pick one. I mean, like Mike and Amy's first book, The Peace, Love and Barbecue, you know, it told a story about each place, person, um, and it had some amazing recipes. But, you know, even, but when you get the Meatheads book, it's different. You know, it talks about the science, why things mm -hmm. happen, what makes things happen. Um, I love, you know, I love learning. Um, so to tell you that I got a diff, uh, uh, a favorite one, I, I, there ain't no way I could pick one up. Uh, yeah, I agree favorite, with you. But, I'm looking at mine too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's just, um, it, it's almost impossible because they're all so different. But I mean, even Arnie Davis's books, you know, mm -hmm. man, I love the way those go into detail. Um, and if you couldn't duplicate something from that, man, <laughs> you might want to go back and uh, uh, go back to school and learn to read a little better. But, I mean, it just makes it so easy mm -hmm. to do really, really good barbecue. And that's that's what they're all about to me. Um, yeah. Well, I've got a I do this virtual stuff behind me now, green screen stuff, because Leanne complained about my office the way it looked. So I did not. I'm missing your cat, though. I can't see the kitty. I'd like to. Can you somehow get the cat on your green screen? <laughs> yeah. Sitting in your chair, maybe sitting in your chair. Yeah, I'll, I'll stage one of those for you. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the cat just walks by and you don't see much because the way the green screen works, but you see a tail you know, going through <laughs> like that. So I had a I had a guy on my golf show say that this a couple months ago. He goes, and she came walking right through, and she just passes through. She doesn't stop by to exchange pleasantries. You know, she's a cat. And he uh -huh. goes, "You have a cat on your screen." And I said, no, it's just the tail. He goes, that's probably one of the strangest things I've ever seen in one of these calls. Just like, well, you, know, you haven't been to my house very much. But the books, I have my go-to books behind me and over in the kitchen, which is just right off where I work here. And then the other ones fill up a couple of bookcases like you guys, you know. And um, I'm in a great spot because people want to send me their books to see if they can get on the show and stuff. But, uh, I've got a lot of them and, uh, they're, I've, they're kind of crowding out all the horse and golf books. So got to say that, um, 
couple other things, and then we will uh, let you go for the day, Kel. Uh, would you describe yourself as corn-fed or grass-fed? Oh, corn-fed all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Leanne? Leanne, you've never answered that question. Oh, corn-fed. You, you think you're corn-fed? Absolutely, I do. Okay, I'll just let that go. Why, you think I'm grass-fed? Well, there's not much of you, kiddo. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I run around all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm the epitome of corn-fed. I look like, you know, one more pound and I'm going to market here, you know, type thing. My my dad raised me corn-fed. There's no question. There you go. Um, Do you think NBBQA will step up at some point into more competitions doesn't matter at what level because you've got you've got lots of you know your membership varies versus where kcbs is pretty much like we talked about but do you see that in your game plan i just had to look man you must be looking at my notebook over here or something i don't know but yeah absolutely man i i made the comment earlier Barbecuers in general love to compete and it doesn't matter, you know, if it's a backyard or if it's sauce, if it's cooking asparagus or what it is, man, they just love to get together and fire it up and hang out and compete. So yeah, the rhinestone cowboy steak cook-off will definitely be back. Um, I was the first proud winner of that thing. Um, so be hard for me not to host that one at some point or another. I don't know. We'll do it at conference. Um, maybe we do it as a side event at one of the meetups, one of the smaller events or whatever, but that one will be first up to, to bring back. Um, we talked about the high school kids. Um, mm-hmm. One of the deals uh, we kind of tested the waters with this year, once we decided we were going to um, – buy and change MBBQA. Um, we wanted to get the youth involved. So we it's where the high school cook-off come from. But as we saw the success and how people loved and enjoyed that, uh, I think we're going to host the first true national high school barbecue championship maybe next year at conference. Um and we're going to combine a couple of groups. Um, Melissa Cookston out of Memphis has a group of that she's working with down there. Um, of course, the Texas high school group, and then there's the national high school group. So our goal, and you know, here's the thing: we don't care if you're. Uh, I don't know how to stipulate who's going to get invited and who can enter. Maybe we just say, if you know what. If you can make it, come on. And uh, there's no qualifications to enter. Just that you got a high school barbecue team and you want to cook and show off how good you really are. Sure. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. You might get inundated, though. (laughs) Well, you know, if that's the case, we just get a little bit bigger spot. (laughs) There you go. Um, Bigger parking lot. So. But yeah, that's uh, that's one of our goals, um, and hopefully we can pull it off next year, if not the year after. But 
Well, good. Kel Phelps, National Barbecue News and National Barbecue Association. Thanks for putting up with us today, buddy. Keep drinking those Powerade drinks there. Yeah. Thanks for the update. Um, look forward to see what you're going to do. And uh, we support you 100%. So if there's anything we can do, let us know. Man, listen, it's folks like y'all supporting us and uh, letting us hoop and holler uh, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. You guys are what keep us going. So, uh, yeah, I'm actually, uh, so these are like sugar-free now. Oh. Um, I'm trying to get rid of some of that corn fed that I've been yeah. having. Those are not oh. good for you. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, I know. Sugar or no sugar. <laughs> My wife tells me that uh she tells me that the, you know, I'm not sweet enough already. So I need to probably <laughs> stay on the sugar because it's definitely healthier for you. But um yeah, I need to just as I drink sugar. my zip fizz, I'm a zip fizz girl. See, see this? I got vitamins and flavors. And I mean, I only drink like one or two a day, but it actually curbs your appetite. It's good. It's good. Water. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah, if, I, water. if I could just drink water, I'd be just right. Yeah. But, well, I know I have the same trouble. I just can't. Like, I have this little mark on my Tupperware water thing that I mark, you know, and I fill it up. And my goal is to finish that by the end of the day. It never happens. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah I you get wake it. up the next morning, it's there. Like, what, it's man? still there. <laughs> <laughs> or who it, filled that up for me? <laughs> yeah, it didn't rain in your refrigerator. Trust right. me. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kel, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Hey, yes, man, thank, thank you. Thank you, guys, as always. And um, if we can help y'all in any way, man, don't hesitate. Just ask. We'll, we'll do that. Folks, thanks for listening to After Hours. We'll be back next week with another edition here on Barbecue Nation. Remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody.